0: Here's today's God Hills Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp.
1: We recently asked on the website, if you could sit with Charlene over a cup of coffee, what would you want to ask her? One of the questions was, what does a typical day in prayer look like for Charlene? What type of things does she pray for daily? So we're going to give her the chance to answer.
0: That is a wonderful question to ask about prayer because I believe there's such power in prayer that we do not know. Recently, I did a podcast that you might be interested to listen to, is Wash Your Hands, which is about prayer. But I started praying very naive, very... um, not diligent in my prayer life when Bob left and we had marriage problems, which, which were at a high crisis. And the Lord took me to the Lord's Prayer. That is what I have based my whole prayer life from that. And Elmer Towns, who was one of the co-founders of Liberty University, I've gone and read many of his books as he's written several books on prayer and fasting and he um, has done a lot of teaching on the lord's prayer which may help you also we will put a link to elmer towns book in our description let me take you to matthew 6 verse 9 Then the disciples were asking him about prayer and he says this is how you should pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one in jesus name we pray you know i have read that and memorized it in the king james version you may read it and have a different version of the bible of the lord's prayer But you can take that Lord's Prayer and you can take it and just do one sentence at a time and stop and pray about God's will for your day today. And you can just say, Lord, show me your will, your way for today regarding these many different subjects. I pray the Lord's Prayer daily and I pray it. Many times throughout the day, about different things. Elmer Towns says there is such power in praying the Lord's Prayer. And so I pray it about different subjects and different reasons that day. If I get frustrated or upset or something comes to my mind, I'll pray the Lord's Prayer, I'll pray Psalm 23 or Psalm 51. And there's so many different verses or scriptures that you can be upset about something or a crisis may come or you get a phone call and you can say a prayer with just a scripture and get that peace that is beyond understanding by praying. When I get on my quiet time with the Lord, with my Bible open, I pray many different declarations or pray many of the names of God of coming into our family's life. And when I pray, I just don't pray for myself. I pray for my children by name, I pray for our staff, our board members, and then I go to the entire RM family. I pray for all the standers, their children, and their prodigal spouses of husbands and wives, so that I make it for a group of people that the Lord knows and my lost loved ones so i pray for the lord to be jehovah tishkanu our righteousness and that we all would be christ-like for the day i pray for the name of jehovah makadish that will be sanctified will be set apart that god would use us today i pray for the fullness of the holy spirit i pray for the peace of god jehovah shalom and also jehovah shama that he knows our future and we have nothing to fear And I go on with the different names of God. And then I thank the Lord that he is shepherding and guiding and directing all of us today to do his perfect will and way. When it says thy kingdom come, thy will be done, I pray that God's will be done in my life and in all of our lives, that we would have righteousness and peace and joy and direction in our life for the daily schedule with contacts, with others, making decisions and ask the lord to set my priorities right and to be able to accomplish everything i need to do and then we can pray against the critical people around us, the critical coworkers, your spouse who may be very critical. You may have in-laws that are against you at this moment, but you can pray for them and pray for peace, for their hearts and lives to be touched by the Lord. Then I pray for people that are in authority. We need to pray for America or wherever you live. And we pray for the president and all the different leaders of our country. And I definitely pray for the leaders in our church. I pray for the policemen, for the FBI. And then I pray for the will of God. And I pray for God to meet. All our financial needs, uh, our daily bread, as it says in the Lord's Prayer, pray for your daily bread, have the Lord meet all of your needs that you need. As we continue on with doing the Lord's Prayer, you forgive the people who have wounded you or hurt you, and you release them, and you say, Lord, I forgive him today, and, and let go and let God, and don't let the devil give you a battle for your mind. And then be sure to put on the armor of god which i teach regularly and you know how to do that and then i pray a hedge of protection around us and then i ask the lord to bless today and guide us and direct us and go on from there and that may take a few moments and one day if it's busy or it may take me several minutes how detailed you want to go into the lord's prayer but that is one thing you can do in your prayer life And you can pray short prayers throughout the day about anything the Lord brings to your heart and mind or you get worried about. Stop, don't worry, but pray about it. An excellent question.
1: Steve asks, if Bob had married the other woman, would you have still waited for the rest of your life for him to come to his senses?
0: Steve, that's an excellent question. And I know everybody has that thought. When Bob um, was dating and came over and said, I need to talk to you, he told me that he um, was planning on getting married and marrying the other person. And it did not surprise me, but shocked me that it was so soon. And he said, She's given him a deadline of the date they had to be married in the, the church. And um, there was no choices. So I told Bob I was going to pray about it and I said as far as I can tell you right now Bob I am your wife it's a covenant I made a mistake divorcing you but I am going to be here waiting for you and another time I started seeking the Lord and started reading the scriptures in more detail and the Lord just spoke to me very very strongly that this was, uh, I was to stand and wait forever. So one time when he came over, he asked me, well, have you decided what you're going to do? And I want you to move on, I want you to start dating, I don't want you to wait for me, I, you make me feel guilty and I feel guilt when you don't go out and I'm having fun like I am. All of a sudden my mouth opened up and i said bob i am waiting for life that's what our wedding vows were i repeated them and then i said in fact you may miss the best years of my life but i will be sitting in a rocking chair even at 80 and waiting for you and that is what god put in my heart and mind and instantly to open up and say to him I didn't know what my words were gonna say, but that is what God put in my mouth. And that is what I knew that I knew was um, what God wanted me to say and do. And I hope you will seek the Lord and you will get that strongly committed. And it will not be a burden waiting, but that you will have a peace that is beyond understanding, waiting for your wife that you made a vow with and, remembering that the enemy is out to still kill, and destroy your marriage, but the Lord wants to heal it and bring uh, it to be a better marriage.
1: The next question is, after your marriage was restored, how long did it take for the pain of knowing that your husband had been involved with another woman to go away?
0: Number one, my goal and our goal every day is teaching you to Pray the pain would be gone while you're standing, that you will forgive them each and every day so that the Lord will heal your wounded, broken heart. It talks about it in so many different Psalms, and Psalm 34 and Isaiah 61, it says he heals the crushed spirit and brokenhearted. So I would suggest immediately to start asking the lord to heal your broken heart do not allow the devil to keep bringing up that other person in your mind ask the lord to remove that the battle is for your mind and you have can get victory in that say lord erase those thoughts from her of her from my mind that jealousy that anger that bitterness ask the Lord to remove it and put in your heart and life unconditional love for your husband and a burden for his salvation that he is not the enemy so our goal is that when your spouse walks in that door you have been forgiving them and you're not going to bring up that other person You're not gonna ask any questions because you're gonna be going into that garbage can and pulling out all what the devil wants you to bring out and we don't want that. We want you to love them unconditionally, praising the Lord that they walked in the door, they have walked away from that other person and pray, the hedge protection around you and, and your husband and family or wife and family, that other person will not keep contacting them. And that did happen with us. And my husband went to a counselor and said, you know, I don't think I can do this. The counselor said, you have to leave that other woman, never see her, contact her or do anything with her And he says, if you will stay away from her for six months, you will get your marriage restored and start the process of rebuilding your marriage one brick at a time. And Bob chose to do that, did it, and it was less than six months um, that he got victory in it. Forgive Them is a good CD that we have in our bookstore about forgiving that other person they're not your enemy they look and act like it but i want you to get to understand what jesus teaches us in the bible about forgiveness it is great there's a lot of teaching on it you can get victory and you can get healed now don't wait till your spouse comes home
1: and i would add to that that you shift your focus from worrying about what your spouse has done in the past to worrying about restoration and to working on restoration, to working on being the husband or the wife that you were not and working on moving forward, not what happened in the past. The past is over. It's the past. It's time to go forward. Someone else wants to know how you handled praying for your husband when he was gone and praying for the plans he had with the other person.
0: I prayed those weekends that their plans would fail and that they would not be able to get together. I would pray that the Lord would rout the enemy, blank, cancel all their plans. Um, and then I said, Lord, I can't think about what they're doing or it will torment me. But I'm going to trust you that you will block and stop everything that is not of you, that you will not have it be successful, and that I trust you, and I let go, and I let God, and I then focused on me and the kids to have a super time that the devil was otherwise going to steal our joy, our happiness, every time I would think about the other person with Bob. You, I've got to understand, that that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to steal your joy and your happiness with your family and be tormenting you. It's not worth it. And Bob said when he came home and he's written books about it, he's said all the good times that you were thinking I was having, I was not having that. There were so many complications. One time her car got stuck in the garage and when every time she tried to come out of it to go meet him, It was hitting the top of her uh, car and it ended up, their date for the whole weekend was canceled. We do not know all that is going on or how miserable your spouse may be. And that is what we're hearing from prodigals all the time. And they come home that they were miserable and not happy and fighting more, more than because God's not in it. God is not in it. So enjoy your family and pray that the Lord will rout the enemy, cancel plans, and then say, Lord, I trust you. I'm letting go and letting God.
1: That's all we have time for today. But if you have other questions, I wanted to let you know about a couple of resources. You can go on the Rejoice Marriage Ministries website or on the app and under resources, go to question and answers and you can type in a topic and find hundreds of answers to questions that have literally been answered directly from um, both my dad bob and my mom charlene you can also contact us through our website if you have a question that we can answer directly and let us know what your question is and how you can answer it. And we'll do this again where we will ask questions and answers that Charlene can give you on the way she handled her stand and her restoration. Thanks for joining us.
0: You've been listening to God Heals Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp. You can write the Steinkamps at P.O. Box 10548, Papano Beach, Florida, 33061. The Steinkamps also invite you to visit their website at rejoiceministries.org. Divorce strikes families around the world, often
1: with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit RejoiceMinistries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.